Hello and welcome to episode 41 of Let's Run Facebook Ads, the podcast with me, Nick Boddington, usually with James Urquhart as well. But James today isn't here because he's celebrating his birthday. And even though last night he said, I'll be on, I thought, let's give him a break. We all need a break, especially on a birthday. So I'm here to record this one on my own. So today we're going to be talking about using blog at top of funnel to create conversation and then move them down the funnel to a call. So let's get right in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. So, yes, top of funnel um, leads based on a blog. Right. So let me explain what I mean by this. Blogs are still really, really popular. And the thing with a blog is that you need to create a good conversation. Now, where this works really, really well with um, this kind of funnel structure is kind of kind of similar to how we talk about um, seven day stacks. You know, going back, we go we're retargeting people on seven days, which, as you know, and I'm sure hopefully, well, a lot of you have tried it because I know a lot of the people that come onto my consulting calls already running these things. So it's the same kind of structure that we want to get people to create a conversation, and we want people to go onto a website now. It doesn't really matter where or how you host that blog. So we do have some clients that host it on their actual website, or they might build an individual landing page. It doesn't really matter. What's important is, A, the topic, the hook, not too clickbait-ish, that's going to create the conversation. Secondly, it's making sure that you can build audiences based off this. So you want to be able to build an audience off the landing page. So you need to make sure your pixel, if you're going to use a landing page, not your website. So if you're using your website, you need to make sure that obviously the pixels on your website are standard. And if you're building a landing page, make sure that the pixel also sits on the landing page. This is something that really does get gotten about when people build landing pages. And it's usually because when you're building a landing page, well, Facebook sits on your URL. So let's say it's letterandsocial.com. It would sit on our website. When we build a landing page, it might be that you're building the landing page in lead pages or something like that. So it'll be leadpages.letterandsocial.com forward slash whatever you call it in the landing page. Now, it won't automatically go on there. So you need to make sure that when you go into the settings of wherever you're building this landing page, that it is actually the pixel is sitting on there and being read. Otherwise, when you're driving all this traffic to the, the blog, which is on the landing page, the pixel won't be able to pick up on it, and then you're going to miss out on your retargeting. So the structure of this really is we do an ad, a paid ad. This isn't just a, an organic post. It's a paid ad. Well, well, that's what we're focusing on. There's nothing stopping you doing the, sending traffic to the blog through other means of organic if you've got you know your social media or whatever. Essentially, we just need to get this traffic picked up, but we're going to talk about the paid now. So top of funnel is the blog, and we want to drive people in the audience to the blog they're going to read the blog but they're also we want to create a conversation now this is really really important because once they start creating a conversation within the ad and what i mean by that is commenting it on on the ad or sharing it means that we can then kind of like a seven-day stat we can retarget website visitors landing page visitors wherever the blog is hosted plus we can look at social media i.e people who've engaged with your Instagram or your Facebook, because that's where you're going to be showing your um, ad about the blog, and that's where you're going to create the comments. Now, this works really, really well 
in two in two different ways really and it comes down to how you're going to sort of hook this out on your ad now we've done this for a client in the past we did about a year ago and it's basically this this particular client sells heat pumps so it's a, a re- renewable energy source and we we wanted to take a hook that was suppose you could say it was kind of clickbaity but we needed to create a conversation so you have to go as far as taking a subject that you know the audience is going to be really really interested in and and probably opinionated about or wants to find stuff out about so educational um but also creates conversation so the good thing about renewable energy in this particular um thing is that people there are so many questions that are being asked about this sort of renewable energy source so our clickbait was how do we get i don't want to use clickbait our hook our hook was how do we get people interested in reading a particular blog and at the same time commenting on it now the way we did this was by having a title of or we did our research and obviously the client knows what they're doing there's an oil and gas ban the new builds coming in 2025 subsequently we've had to actually change this so we're actually in the process of writing another blog at the moment because the government has changed that to now 2040 so there's no point in using a hook that's not going to happen for 20 years but let's talk about what it was until 12 p.m yesterday was people would come in because anyone who's thinking or or is interested so they see the ad and it says, get ready, you know, the hook would be along the lines of get ready for the oil and gas ban coming in 2025. Okay. So immediately people who are on the grid or off the grid or whatever, what I mean by that is using, they might be using oil opposed to gas and electricity or whatever, are going to think, oh Christ, what's that about? And it makes them click through. Now, what's unbelievable is the, the amount of comments. So we re established this post after a year the other day it was on for four days and it already collected 167 comments now that's all great now where we've sort of i would say what our learnings in the last four days opposed to back in time were that it was creating the sort of comments on there were creating a bit of negativity so that's where we've had to sort of think okay are if we're creating you know 50 percent negative not so much negative as in like swear words and all that sort of stuff, but people creating the wrong kind of comments, as in people are going, uh, are saying along the lines of, this is absolutely rubbish. How is it going to affect this? How would the government do this? Blah, blah. So it's creating a, a lot, it's getting, uh, drawing people in who aren't necessarily going to be the sort of people that are interested in installing the renewable energy, which is essentially what the client wants. You know, what it doesn't want the phone ringing all day or leads coming through all day of people who want to sit there moaning. You don't have the money to fund the renewable scheme, blah, blah, blah. So it has to be the right source. So it is a bit of a trial and error. And obviously, we we filed and we've seen an error. And now we're going back to the drawing board. But it's still, the, the new blog is still going to bring through people positively. So I'll call the client yesterday. Is, okay, how do we flip this then? And what it comes down to is there are so many questions because the client obviously has its sales team and they're always on the phone taking different people of different age groups and different backgrounds through how this renewable energy uh, works. They know what the frequently asked questions are. So it's taking them through uh, a different educational process 
which answers all the all the good things. And with the approach that we're actually going to go through, which again you could say is flip bait, is we're going to go through a negative. So we're going to say um, it's true. Heat pumps do not fix your um, do not bring down your bills or something. So you're going to go from another point of people going, "Ha, I knew it didn't," and they're going to want to read it. And as they're going to read that copy, it's not going to be slagging off that thing. It's going to be go, "Yeah, we agree." There are particular times when it doesn't reduce your um, renewable, your, your electricity bills or whatever, your heating bills. And that's because the wrong system has been used for the, for the house. Or that is because the installer hasn't installed it properly or your, your radiators haven't been upgraded properly. So what I learned yesterday is that if you're going to have that kind of renewable heating, you need to have a house that is post 60s build, which has got the right insulation um, or it's a new build. So that, you know, it's really, really shit hot on the insulation because the heat pump needs to work in a certain way to keep the house warm. Now, if you've got walls that have got no insulation, et cetera, the heat's just going to go out. The heat pump has to work harder, which means you need more electricity to make that work. So it ends up becoming your bills become higher. So when the client looks at all the negatives of anyone who's had this built, it's the same thing. The same answers are there. The installation wasn't right. The A radiators didn't get um, upgraded, the et cetera, et cetera. So there are the reasons behind it. So what we're going to look at, our blog, is about answering those frequently asked questions, answering why a heat pump isn't recommended for certain houses, certain, you know, certain backgrounds, certain areas. And we're going to reverse engineer that into the hook. So to attract people in, we're going for a, we're going to try doing a negative kind of hook to get people in and then answer their questions. So by the time they finish reading the blog, they're going to have their questions answered and actually go, oh, actually, this is something I'm interested in. So it's going to take it from a negative to a positive. Now, we're not, by having a negative hook, doesn't mean we're just going to pull in anyone who's got negative. We get anyone who's in a situation where they're thinking, hmm, is this right for me? And there's, I've been in a situation, um, you know, with my the house I built of thinking, is the right, is this the right situation for me? But it's very, very complicated and it needs the understanding, which is why the client's going like this. So if you've got anything, if you're wanting to bring, uh, you have a product or service that is really needs, there needs to be an educational piece. It's a perfect opportunity to drive people into a blog and retarget them with then your product or service. So you're starting up and they're introducing people to your brand in the right way. And then you're starting to advertise them because that's the, one of the biggest things that I find with advertising, especially on social media, is the fact that there are people have so many opportunities where they're giving out so much information for free. Um, you know, they're constantly writing blogs, they're updating their website, they're keeping all this because they they do this anyway from an SEO point of view to keep it updated and show Google they're bringing more to the site. But this is a perfect time that you can use that content. And especially if you're doing it often, you'll know which content works best for your audiences because you know what's getting a higher readership. Is to then use that in an ad and get that, pay for that ad. And you don't have to, how would you optimize for this? Just optimize for traffic. You can even test out optimizing for reach and awareness to get people through. Now, the reason I'll go for traffic more is because the awareness and the reach isn't necessarily going to get clicks. Now, as long as you're you're writing your copyright and your hooks right, then traffic is going to bring people through to the landing page and you are going to capture them. So on the example I've just used for the heat pump and other examples we've used in the past, 
where we've had a lot of comments. We've always used traffic for this for this example. And creating that discussion is about what's going to create the comments on the post. So you need to lead with a topic that is going to get that discussion going. And what's amazing is that when we look at the comments on this, yes, there are some negative and things like that, and the client's obviously answering a lot of questions, is that they're actually going, people are, the the advocates of a heat pump are actually answering the questions of the people who are answering questions on the comments. So on a lot of cases, the our client, the service provider, isn't actually having to go into the comments because other people who are advocating the particular renewable energy are answering a lot of the questions. So you're creating this amazing conversation which means that you can start retargeting people. You could start building lookalikes on the people who've engaged with the with the ad on Instagram or Facebook. You can do so much with it. And this is where you really need to start thinking outside the box of how you can use Facebook and Instagram advertising or social advertising as a whole. But obviously, we're talking about this today because that's what we specialize in, is how you can use it to bring people back into your funnel and not waste them. That's why we love the seven-day stack so much is because in seven days, anyone who's engaged with your Facebook or Instagram, we can start showing them ads and nurture them. Now, you might decide that you want to go straight into the kill and get them a, get going for the sale straight away, straight after that, or you nurture them in it. So this particular plan, what we're going down is more of a nurturing. We know that there's quite a lot to learn about this particular type of renewable energy. There's government... Um, scheme to help pay for that which is the rhi which allow the government actually gives you some money up front and that's how you pay for it and then you know you can or if you don't choose that you can have it well no you actually have it paid over a period of time so seven years and you get it paid into your account quarterly so you pay for it and then half 50 percent of it is paid back to you over seven years so there's a lot to learn as you see i just stumbled on one of the facts there and i'm trying to learn about this for this client is so you have a lot to learn. So we're taking down the process of we drive traffic to the blog. Anyone who goes to that blog gets retargeted. Now we're retargeting based on nurturing them more to a download. So we they've taken in the blog, they've had all the question answers they have. Then anyone who sees that blog or is engaged with the ad sees, would you like a download, which which explains more in more detail. So there's a nice PDF online. And in that, they have to then put their name address name, email address, and telephone number to be able to download it. As we know, we're all completely common with these forms that we see online. Now, this isn't just to capture. Obviously, it's really important for the client to capture this information so they can make contact with these people. But at the same time, you know, we are giving away something that's really, really um, informative on the back of it. So we take their details, and then they're able to download this information pack. Then we then, anyone who's got as far as both of those, so number one, of a funnel, middle funnel with the download, there's then a further bottom of funnel ad which gets them into a call. So that would be a nice one. Say, hey, um, if you if you're still interested in learning about heat pumps even more, why don't you book a call with one of our team today? They go through that. Now, there's two ways you could do that. You could either send them to a landing page, which is what we're doing, but we're also going to test sending them to a lead form in Facebook. So that's when you can actually use the lead gen option in the optimization objectives to get them to fill a form in. And you can add a couple of questions to that. So this particular client might ask a question of, you know, when are you looking to have this installed? What's your budget? You know, stuff like that. Enough questions that the sales team can then gauge how they start the call. 
um, opposed to going completely empty. And it also means that they also know if someone says, I've only got three grand budget, it means that they, they can cut that call short because it's nowhere near the amount of money you need. So you can do all these. So the, the, so the funnel is top of funnel, which is sending people to a blog based on a traffic objective. And middle of funnel is you're going to build an audience based on anyone who's hit that landing page or website, anyone who's engaged with Facebook and Instagram. You could do it in the last seven days. You could do it in the last 30 days. You can choose your retention. I would, I would just go on a long retention of just keeping everyone building into that audience. And then you're going to retarget those people with maybe a download or further nurturing, okay? So whatever your business or service is. You're then going to take them down into the bottom funnel, which is if you're trying to get a lead coming through for whatever this particular client is trying to get a call. So it's getting people to book a call. You might just want a lead where you're going to call them in your own time, or they might get an automated email back from whatever it is. This is up to you. I don't know your products or services. So, but you're going to take them down that particular funnel. And that's the bit that's really, really important. Are you staring at your ads manager stuck on how to make your ads perform? Come and join the Ads Clinic, a series of one-on-one consultancy calls where we dive into your own ads manager and see where we can turn your ads into a profit-making machine. It all starts with a 30-minute free consultation call. Sign up now at theadsclinic.com. I hope that helps. Um, It's a really, really good way of creating something. It might not work for your products or service, but just think, it's always good in these situations to think outside the box and think, how can you get it is about nurturing you hear us talking about you know everyone online is going for the low-hanging fruit which means they're just waiting for that right apple to drop on the floor everyone chases that everyone's hungry for that ripe apple and everyone's just crowding over it facebook's going to charge you more money for that and you're going to have more competition to get that close but think about the people who are ready to close in 30 60 or 90 days if you can take them down this nurturing thing so they actually create trust with your brand so they're actually starting to be educated by your brand more education by brands, not going straight in for the sale. So when they do, when they do think of wanting that product or service, who are they going to think of? They're going to think of the person that has kept in touch with them, has created trust, and you've got to know their brand. And you're the person that, when you then send one of your ads out or your email, because you've got an email sequence, you know, once you've collected someone's email address for the middle of funnel for a download, you can start taking them on an email sequence, and that might be one email every week or every two days. For a period of time i would just keep that going and going and going with nice little hooks at the end of those emails to bring them back into um, your sales team for a call or for another download and just keep these people warm because especially with high ticket items like this or um is that they're not going to buy straight away they're not just going to go oh yeah it's 13 because they're going to go oh, 17,000. yeah i'll have that straight away unless they're you're really really lucky that person is happens to be right in that buying cycle it's going to take more time to nurture these people. But every, you'll be doing one thing better than all your competitors if you're doing that. Because trust me, I've been doing this long enough. I'm with my other company, 20 years doing marketing and advertising and helping people with their businesses and things. And trust me, hardly anyone. You are in the very, very low minority. By even listening to this podcast and getting the tips from it, most people aren't even doing that. In fact, most agencies aren't even doing the things that we talk about and people are paying them a lot of money to do to get their new business and it fails. So you are a million steps ahead by even doing what you're doing now listening to this. So I hope that helps. Take those actions, have a think about it um, and see how you can bring that into your marketing funnel to help promote your business or services. I hope that helps. Um, 
on the next one, I'm going to put a thing out on the if you're if you're a member of the group, um, let's run Facebook ads um, group on Facebook. I'm going to put a question out today just to say, you know, uh, no, I'm not going to put a question out. Sorry, I'm going to do a question and answer session. Um, put your questions in, and the next one in the next podcast is going to be answering all those questions. So also, if you, I'm sort of mentioning this on all my calls. If you podcast, if you do. I'm trying to do reels and edu- loads more educational stuff on my Instagram on a daily basis. So love it if you could follow, which is at Nick Boddington on Instagram and uh, get some more learnings from there. Um, but I hope you enjoyed that podcast. I hope you got something from it and I'll see you on the next. Take care. Bye. Thank you for joining us again today. If you want to find out more, please head over to our socials at Let's Run Social, where we share daily content. And please feel free to drop us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And any questions that you would like answered, we can do that here on the podcast.